the Florida Gators quarterback situation is a little murky right now, but we're going to break it down only here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free right you listen to the podcast. Happy Wednesday. I'm Brandon Olsen. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find my written work with Whole Nine Sports. That is W-H-O-L-E-N-I-N-E Sports and GiantsCountryofSI.com. I just going to ask you to like, subscribe, but we're going to get into the content now because, uh, yeah, like I said, quarterbacks are a bit of a murky situation right now for the Florida Gators football team because, yes, in 2022, we're pretty solid. Uh, the roster right now, there are six quarterbacks on roster for the Florida Gators, one of them, of course, being Anthony Richardson, who Florida Gators fans and national media and NFL draft folk kind of love him a little bit, um, rightfully so. He's got all the tools when you watch a quarterback just and you're like okay can he be an nfl player anthony richardson hits all the hits all the boxes he's just wildly inconsistent um and that that's something that you tend to get better with as you play more so for anthony richardson this being his first year as a starting quarterback we will hopefully see him grow and develop and we might get him for a second year as a starter next year but there are no guarantees for that, which we'll, we'll get to, but Anthony Richardson right now is, I mean, I don't want to say it's etched in stone, but he's most likely going to be the Florida Gators starting quarterback this year. And, you know, he's a, he's a Heisman candidate. He's got a bazooka for an arm, an absolute howitzer for an arm. He's one of the most athletic football players in the country. Uh, when you consider, you know, height, weight, speed, strength, everything about him. He is he is a Madden created player at this point. That, that's how you could describe Anthony Richardson. He's just a Madden created player. He's likely going to be a starting quarterback this year, and if he decides to come back for another year, likely next year as well. But then there's also Jack Miller the third is on the roster now. And he, of course, came over to Gainesville this past winter when he transferred from the Ohio State Buckeyes where he was a, I believe, four-star quarterback off the top of my head. Sorry, four-star quarterback. Uh, he was either a five-star that dropped to a four-star or a four-star that dropped to a three-star when he got injured in high school. Uh, so there's been that, but he transferred from Ohio State to the Florida Gators, of course, with Ohio State having um, C.J. Stroud being C.J. Stroud, young superstar player. Uh, but Jack Miller III came over to Gainesville, uh, Emory Jones was here, and Jack Miller III kind of was brought in to add to that three-headed quarterback competition. Then Emory Jones left, of course, a week into spring ball, even less than a week into spring ball. And Jack Miller III hasn't exactly panned out in Gainesville and practice, at least to this point. Practice? Um, to this point. But yeah, he could still become something. He's going to be here likely at least two seasons. So assuming he doesn't transfer out at least two seasons. Uh, so Jack Miller III is someone that we could be looking at. He, of course, was 
in the quarterback battle when it was Anthony Richardson, Emory Jones, and then Jack Miller the third, and then Emory left, and it was oh Anthony Richardson and Jack Miller, and then Anthony Richardson was kind of like I'm I'm a freak athlete, uh, and, and so he kind of separated himself there, and then became Jack Miller the third and Carlos Del Rio Wilson, and then Carlos Del Rio Wilson transferred to Syracuse. And that's kind of the top of the depth chart right now. Those are the only guys that we want to see taking snaps this year, or at least from my point of view, those are the only two players that we want to see touching a football this year. Uh, well, throwing the football, unless it's a trick play or whatever. You get my point. Next, we have Jalen Kitna, who is you know a three-star quarterback. He was in the 2021 class. His dad is, of course, John Kitna, longtime NFL quarterback. I believe he's an, an offensive coordinator somewhere right now, either high school or college. Uh, but Jalen Kitna, the three-star quarterback that came in to Gainesville, and he's someone who I, I know that there are listeners here. Um, I can't remember who it is, but I, I do remember. I think it was Caesar is one of the listeners that was like, I, I love Jalen Kitna. I want to see him start. Um, that's not going to happen this year. Just we know that. I wouldn't rule it out in the future. And especially when we look at these quarterbacks where we talk about Anthony Richardson is this athletic freak. He's a Madden-created player. Jack Miller III, not very athletic, but he's passable athleticism. He's got an okay arm. He can do all these things. Jalen Kidno, we look at as more of a technically sound player. And they're all different styles where it's not like an NFL team where uh, the Ravens had Lamar Jackson, RG3, um, Tyler Huntley, Trace McSorley, all, all these mobile athletic guys. There's not a single mold in the Florida Gators quarterback room right now because Billy Napier has pretty expressly shown throughout his coaching career that he is willing to adapt and change his scheme to whatever it need be. So if it's the freaky athletic Anthony Richardson, then so be it. You'll see more read options. You'll see more quarterback runs. If it's Jack Miller third, you'll probably see more quick RPO game, more, more, more of that Alex Smith-style offense. If it's Jalen Kitna, Lord knows what we'll see. But he is on the roster as well. He's probably the third quarterback here. There's Jack Anders and Kyle Angle are also on the roster as two walk-on quarterbacks from that 2019 season, which probably won't see them play ever in meaningful snaps. But there's one more quarterback. That's five. There's one more quarterback on roster that people aren't talking about that much. And I'm not talking about him as to say, this kid's going to be in the NFL. I'm not saying this kid's going to be a starting quarterback or a Heisman candidate or anything like that, but no one's talking about him. He is a freshman this year, the 2022 three-star quarterback, Max Brown, who, look, I, I was watching his film earlier today and, well, at this point yesterday uh, to prep for this, and I'm no expert with how high school tape will translate to college. Uh, level of competition, none of that. But he looked like a solid player. Like like when I was watching his high school tape, I was like, I he he looks like a college freshman, which is cool with me. Like that's fine because now he's a college freshman, but he's playing like that when he was in high school. Uh, three star. He's from Oklahoma, as in the state, not the university. He didn't transfer over, uh, but he's from Oklahoma. He was initially committed to Central Michigan with Jim McElwain, which um, yikes. Um, then. Billy Napier came to Gainesville and, and Billy Napier was interested in Max Brown and Washington was interested in Max, in Max Brown and he took those visits. Uh, but ultimately, of course, Max Brown committed to the Florida Gators. So there's another young player on roster here, but we need more. The rule generally is you add at least one quarterback every class. 
Florida still looking to do that. We're about to look at some high school targets that are committed, but maybe Florida could flip them. But first, a quick word from Rock Auto. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible for auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. And you often got to go through those questions of, is your, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? I, ooh, Scooby-Doo, that's, that's me. Uh, and wait while the person behind the counter orders your parts on their computer choosing the only brand that their warehouse carries costing you more money when you're listening or watching a podcast right now you've got a phone or a computer or a smart tv or, or something you can do it yourself you can save time and money by using rockauto.com you can go to their easy to use website and that even i can use and i know nothing about cars Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know exactly who sent you with amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Thanks again for making Locked On Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. For the second segment today, we're talking about high school quarterbacks that are currently committed but could flip, and there are a few reasons why. Some of them just being maybe it's an upgrade. Maybe someone else committed and they're not super happy. Maybe Florida just wants to steal somebody. I don't know. I'm not going to blame. I, I I don't judge here. I don't judge. I just evaluate. Um, <laughs> but first up is J.J. Cole from Iowa State. He's currently committed to Iowa State. He's an Iowa kid. So obviously he's in the home state. I believe Iowa State was the first university to offer him. Um, so the relationship between JJ Cole with Iowa State and Max Campbell, Matt, Matt Campbell, um, and probably Tom Manning, it's, it's a long-standing relationship at this point where they've been interested in him before the buzz, before. Uh, this Elite 11 last week where he he had a fantastic performance. He lit it up in every way. Uh, he's already a four-star, so it's not like he's like a two-star that popped up out of nowhere. Uh, but no, J.J. Cole is a four-star that that was, like, like I said, had, an, had a phenomenal Elite 11 performance. He's been an Iowa State commit for about three months. But here's the thing also when we're talking about all of the kids that were out there. We have four people to talk about. Here's the thing when we talk about all of them. Things will change. Look at Tommy Kinsler. Tommy Kinsler, offensive lineman, committed to the Florida Gators, what, two and a half, three weeks ago? And then the last week, decommitted. It's like these things happen so quickly. People forget. These are still 16, 17, 18-year-old kids making these decisions where things change. And right now, we're looking at Florida is undergoing a massive overhaul as a program. And we've seen kids decommit when schools don't do as well as they were anticipating. So if Iowa State doesn't have a strong year, maybe J.J. Cole uh, uh, decides to decommit. But even then, even without the performances, let's say everything else goes perfectly as planned, things change between these kids and the decisions that they want to make. And signing day finalized in February. We are a long way away from national signing day and these kids signing their letters of intent and these kids making the final decision of where they're going to start their college careers 
Florida for as far as I know on JJ Cole, Florida has not made contact with him. Uh, none of these things are like things I'm hearing or whatever it might be. But like I said, there's still plenty of time for these things to change and for things to kind of just fall into place. The next player is Chris Parson, who is a Florida State commit. So one, it'd be a big plus and kind of a slap in the face if Billy Napier were to steal him from Florida State, and that's just fun to do. Also, a four-star from Tennessee. He didn't have a ton of Power 5 interest. Florida State took a shot on him, and then things started happening. And these kids recognize when schools are the first ones to contact them, the first Power 5 to contact them. Look at Tyree Patterson, committed to the Florida Gators when they were the first Power 5 to contact him, and then he's gotten interest since then, and he's just like not wavering from being a Florida Gator. So there's things like that. And Chris Parson also, um, Chris Parson is someone that I instantly love. I, I've not watched him play. I haven't, I haven't seen him do much. I just bit my lip. That hurt. I haven't seen him do much aside from the elite 11 stuff that I did see. But Chris Parson has an instant fan for life in me because of a tweet where I, I forgot who it was that tweeted it. Uh, might have been 24-7 or Rivals or one of the bigger recruiting uh, platforms. They posted a video of him on Twitter and it was like, they, they were like, oh, like put some respect on Chris Parson's name or something like Chris Parson's name or something like that. Or like Florida State commit Chris Parson's has a cannon or whatever it was. Um, and he, re- he, rep- he replied to them and he was just like, uh, pretty much he was like, get it right. Put some respect on my name. It's Chris Parson. If you're going to tweet my name, tweet it right. And I was like, ooh, he's spicy. So I was like, okay. Like, so Chris Parson is someone that I instantly love. And again, like I said, four-star, you could steal him from an in-state rival. He's not a, he's not a Florida kid. He's a Tennessee kid. But you can steal him from in-state rival Florida State. That's, that's a big plus there, especially when Florida's lost a few of these battles to Florida State and Miami over the past couple weeks. Next up is Emery Williams, speaking of Florida State, speaking of Miami. Emery Williams is a quarterback that committed to Miami on June 19th or 20th this year. On June 26th of this year, so six or seven days later, Jaden Rashada committed to the University of Miami. So I, and I'm not saying I'm not speculating how this kid is feeling. I'm not saying that this kid should do anything. I don't know Emery Williams. I'm not going to say he should do anything. I will say though, I think it's worth it if Florida were to kick the tires on him. Emery Williams was a elite eleven quarterback. He was, from what I've seen, uh, in terms of just how people felt about the elite eleven quarterbacks. Emory Williams outperformed Jaden Rashada. And again, I'm not going to say Jaden Rashada is worse than we thought he was or Arch Manning's worse than we thought he was just because he transferred. I don't care. And I'm not going to bash the kid for picking a different school. I don't care. He's 17 years old, 18 years old. I, I genuinely don't give a damn. Um, sorry, that's that slip, but that's where we are with it. Um, Emory, I get heated with these Twitter people. Uh, Emory Williams, kick the tires on him. See if he wants to be a Gator. See if he wants to be at a place where he's got a better chance of playing early on. But again, maybe he's also like, I'm not going to waver. I'm not going to back off my commitment. I've known that I want to go to Miami. And if Jaden Rashad is there, he's just someone in the way. Florida can wait for whoever loses that quarterback battle to transfer. And maybe, maybe we'll take our shot then. Uh, next up, 
And the last quarterback that we're talking about is Jackson Smolik. Jackson Smolik is a two-lane commit, um, which is not something you're used to seeing. Shout out Maddie Hudak. Um, but I mean, this one, I, I'm not saying it should be an easy flip, but if Florida were to kick the tires on him with, with Billy Napier and so many of his staff members ties to the state of Louisiana, maybe you can kind of push your way in there. Also major upgrade talent wise from Tulane to Florida in athletics, academic, just athletic facility, uh, if you're looking, if you're playing NCAA 14 and it's like, oh, like, like, uh, well, not closeness to home, that proximity to home won't be there, but campus atmosphere, everything, campus life, everything, Florida wins there against Tulane. So I think when you're looking at this from Billy Napier's point of view and Billy Napier's standpoint, you look at Jackson Smolik and you go, he's an elite 11 quarterback that Florida might be able to flip. And if you get that opportunity, I think you have to take it. We're about to take a look at some potential transfer targets. But first, a quick word from Built Bar because summer's here, dude. Like, it's as simple as that. We are in the first week of July. Like, it, it's time. If you have not been working on it, it ain't too late. But you're, you're pushing. You might be six-pack ready for next year. But you got to get fit. You got to eat healthy. And, I mean, also, even if you're not trying to get a summer body, delicious and healthy snack you should probably do it i'm just saying a built bar is the way to go i've got a hardcore sweet tooth um i'm just in shambles lately i gotta get back on track but it's coated bill bar is coated in 100 chocolate most bars have just 130 calories just four net carbs and 17 grams of protein throughout the hidden stashes throughout the reese's in the desk drawer the kit kat in the cupboard the sour patch wherever you want to put them just get Built Bar. You don't got to sneak around. You don't got to feel guilty. And they're always coming out with new limited time flavors, so you'll never get bored. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order with Built or BuiltBar.com. To wrap up today's show, we're talking about potential transfer portal target quarterbacks. And I'm I'm going to be completely honest with you here. I looked through the current transfer portal at quarterback. And um, to say that it's slim pickings would be a massive understatement. Um, I think you catch my drift there. Not a ton of talent right now in the transfer portal at quarterback. But you shouldn't really expect there to be a ton of talent here because transfer portal quarterbacks tend to come around after this season or right before the season. Not, not spring ball. That's usually not when they come in unless they really really got crushed in their quarterback competition. But there are a few names. I got five names here for the Florida Gators that they could be looking at. Um, I'm going to be just upfront here. I'm not saying that I want all these players or that I even or that I even think Florida really should look at them. But they're, but they're names to, to watch out for. First up, still in the SEC, TJ Finley. Auburn, of course, before Auburn, he was with LSU. And um, I don't know if you all know the story. Locked on SEC should have it if you want to find that out. But TJ Finley left LSU, went to Auburn. And look, I, like I said, I have no problem. I'm this, now that I'm back from vacation, I'm like, I'm trying to be more blunt about things. 
TJ Finley is not a good quarterback. I do not want him to be a Florida Gator. I have no interest in that happening. But I will give him the absolute utmost respect and credit for what he did in the Iron Bowl last year against Alabama. Heck of a performance. He, If he loses the quarterback battle at Auburn with Zach Calzada, TJ Finley is likely going to hit the transfer portal for his second time. And let's say that happens this year that he loses this. Uh, I'm not sure how it would go since he already transferred once, if he would now have to wait a year or since he kind of transferred before that rule was in place, whatever it might be. Um, so I'm not sure if he'd have to wait a year, but even if he does, that's not the worst That's not the worst thing for a chance to start in 2023 if Anthony Richardson leaves like we're kind of expecting him to do if he plays how we expect him to play. Then there's Tyler Shuck from Texas Tech. He also is a transfer quarterback already because he was a believe freshman starter at Oregon. Obviously not anymore, uh, but Tyler Shuck is a guy with Texas Tech, and there's also another Texas Tech quarterback on this list than Donovan Smith. I don't know as much about Donovan Smith, but I know I've seen Tyler Shuck play. I I didn't dislike it. I'll, I'll say that. Um, I'll, th- I'll throw that one out there. When I watched Tyler Shuck, I wasn't like, oh, this guy shucks. Um, sorry, I hate myself for that one too. It's fine. I know you're going to be mad about it, but whatever. Uh, but when I was watching Tyler Shuck, I wasn't like, oh, like this guy's bad. Like he, he just, he looked like a guy that doesn't have an insanely high ceiling. Like he looked like someone who's going to come in, throw, you know, for 1,500 to 2,000 passing yards um relatively you know maybe like a one and a half to one touchdown into reception ratio um but he looks like someone that i like like tyler shuck is one of the names on this list that i do want if he hits the transfer portal i would love to see him in gainesville and of course like i just mentioned donovan smith who i don't know as much about but there's a quarterback battle in texas tech and someone's probably leaving so florida Take your shot at whoever it might, uh, whoever might not be there anymore. Next up is also in the Big Twelve, also in the state of Texas, Hudson Card, um, quarterback from Texas. And of course, obviously, when we're talking about Texas, you go, well, Arch Manning just committed. Quinn Evers is there. Hudson Card was a stud when he was coming out of high school, but there's a whole bunch going on now where there's a lot of quarterbacks. When you can only play one. Um, well, you can only start one. You can only play maybe two for a solid amount of time each game. Where Hudson Card's looking like the odd man out. Um, and I think if you're Billy Napier, if you're the Florida Gators, you got to go, you know, we'll take a kid who didn't reach his initial expectations in college and we'll try to build him up. And that's kind of what we're looking at with a lot of these guys like TJ Finley, like Tyler Shuck, like Hudson Card. All guys that we didn't really have uh that we had high expectations for and they didn't really reach them which is fine by me you know that happens all the time it's college football and the last name to look at is um well it's a familiar name for the florida gators i don't know or i don't think uh yeah i don't think he'll be a transfer portal quarterback this year but maybe next year because jackson arnold is headed to uh to Oklahoma and Nick Evers is the name that we're talking about. And like I said, I don't want every quarterback that I'm talking about here. I just bit my lip again. Um, I don't want every quarterback that we're talking about here, but um, Nick Evers is on the list of 
people that could hit the portal. And of course, we don't want him here. It's a nightmare family. But that is what it is. He is the last name to talk about. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day every day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with more on your Florida Gators as I'll be joined by John Garcia, Sports Illustrated's Director of Football Recruiting and Lockdown's Recruiting Insider. Now make your second listen to the Lockdown SEC podcast hosted by Chris Gordy of Sports 790. Get the best news for the best conference, including the best team, Florida Gators, on Lockdown SEC. For Lockdown Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find my written work with Whole Nine Sports and GiantsCountryFSI.com, and I'll see you all tomorrow.